welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, I'm going unscripted and open, Sarah. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, what we're going to do today is just really talk about uh, women that we find inspiring. And this could be either um, activists or uh, celebrities or people with, that we just like, we like and make us feel good about something. Um, and then we'll also look at some indie music artists if we get to the, if we get to that. And I got inspired from watching two of the people that I'm going to be including in this week's episode. Um, some old videos of This Might Get, which is the small, short-lived um, week, weekly or daily episodes that um, Mamrie Hart and Grace Helbig were putting out uh, that then they transformed into a podcast that they do now. Nice. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, as part of some of their episodes every now and then, they did a... Um, oh gosh, what was it? Like a love it or shove it is what they I think they called it. So they talked about three things that they loved and then three things that kind of made them mad or that they hated and want people to shove. So I thought we could do that every episode. Okay. So throughout the week, think of three things that you like and three things that you would like to never see again. Okay. Sounds good to me. I thought that would be a fun way to end the episode. And it always, it also kind of harkens back to a, a show that I like that's no longer on, but they have an awesome podcast now. So that's fun. Well, Sarah, do you have any people specifically you that you can think of? Um, let's see. There's, there have been a, like a lot of really awesome women in my life. Um, I would say, well, I guess the first one that always comes to mind is Marilyn Monroe because I love Marilyn Monroe and have loved her since I was like a little, little kid. Um, she remains the perpetual love of my life and I wish that she had gotten to live to an old age. Um, let's see. Anne Frank is another one. Her diaries really showed me that uh, well, her diary really showed me that um, a lot of the thoughts and feelings I had as an adolescent girl growing up were perfectly normal, that even people back in the day had those feelings. Yeah. So. Um, going back to Marilyn Monroe, why was she, why do you think she's so inspiring? Why is she so inspiring? Mm, I think, I think she's just inspiring to me because she, you know, kept trying, kept trying to do the thing that she really loved and kept trying to like show who she was as a person, even though Hollywood kept trying to force the the image on her of you know just being a sex object yeah because like she was super smart she like wrote poetry she read books constantly like she was like a really intelligent human being and i don't know it's just... interesting that you say that because it's like you don't really unless you look for that you don't really see that part of Marilyn monroe depicted anywhere or yeah you have to like really look for it what was her actual name barbara jean no not barbara jean Norma Jean. Norma Jean. Close. Yeah, Norma Jean. And I'm just like, I don't know. She, like, I've read, like, some poetry that survived and whatnot. And I just feel like she deserved better than she got. Yeah. Uh, and then going back to um, Anne Frank, mm. uh, you kind of talked a little bit about it. Um, is there anything that, uh, like, you would have liked to see her do with her life if she had were able to live? I think she would have written some really cool um, stories. Like, just because her perspective on some things was really interesting and... I just think that she would have written a lot of really great books and been a very interesting human being. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I don't know that much about um, Anne Frank, but I, I just know kind of like the, the basics. Like she was 
hiding from um, the Nazis, Nazi Germany, uh, in the attic of someone. Attic? It was the attic, right? It, it was in an attic, yeah. Okay. Um, um, but it was it wasn't for like someone's house. It was for um a business. Yeah. And yeah, I'd really, I'd actually really like to go to the Anne Frank house. Um, it's a museum now, so it's a goal. It's a goal I have for before I die. Yeah. Anyone else? Anyone so. Anyone? personal life like family members or anything um my sister honestly yeah yeah sister is pretty cool <laughs> my sister's really cool like she i don't know i i love everything about her i'm a little biased in that way but like i don't know she, i find her inspiring she you know works her ass off um she's getting her degree in like english lit and um she recently got she won a contest um for with one of her poems and yeah She's just, she's just pretty cool kid, even though she's not a kid anymore, as she likes to tell me. How she's 27. Oh, gross. 27. Nah, she's like, 12. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's, that's what i tell people is you still think she's 12 which is fair um i don't know uh our friend samantha is pretty inspiring like she's pretty kick-ass she doesn't give herself enough credit for it but like she moved out to dc and like did the thing yeah i think she is a, uh, a little hard on herself and she i mean she I'm, I'm glad she's going like she's figuring out things um and working on herself now like she took the initiative to say i can't do this right now mm -hmm. my mental state i need to leave and figure that out and then i'll come back to the the working world yeah like, i think that's i think that's great i really genuinely admire her her a lot should probably actually tell her that and not just say it here on the podcast well we'll send her a link to this week's podcast we'll just be like okay this episode you have to listen, listen to. to this episode we we'll, i'll i'll put it i'll put a time stamp in there for her and <laughs> like at this time you have to listen to at least this part <laughs> yeah what about you um i mean to me I know it's going to sound weird, but um, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say inspirational, but influential in my life. My mm. mother is influential yeah. as in, um, I see the things that she did incorrectly um, and the things that kind of she did and took took advantage of or took took for granted and it kind of made me into a better person um because i know like i can't do this with my life because it, it i saw her do it and it messed up so bad that right. it's like i don't it's it's like a tale of what not to do basically so she's influential in the opposite way of how we usually think influential yeah right so she influenced me in a her negative actions influenced me in a positive way there you go there we go it's a good way to say it and then also like her I mean there are some good things about my mother I'm not gonna say she's a terrible person all around um she's also like her I mean just her thrive for life right she likes life she loves life she likes to work work at things that she wants to do herself right um, even even sometimes to the de detriment of her own children which when we were little that was kind of that was kind of the biggest issue um but seeing that it's like oh you can have what you want as long as you're not greedy about it 
and yeah. not to the detriment of other people. Um, and then I was talking about Mamrie Hart and Grace Helbig. I just, they're the type of friends that I would love to have because um, they just seem so fun all around. And they're both so like witty and interesting. Um, and then like the information that they have and that they come up with on like in a short time period uh, is so crazy. And like the creative mind of Mamrie Hart and like the, the movies she's made. Um, she just got, I think it was a, a series on TV. She's writing. She was nice. one of the writers and they just you got greenlit um it's just so it's interesting and also they're like unapologetic this is who i am <laughs> if you don't like it don't watch my youtube videos i don't care like right right i know that like i'm i'm counting i'm counting them right now because they're drag queens <laughs> they, they refer to themselves as she her half the time so i'm gonna give it to them um katya and trixie mattel especially for like you know that they they literally say it in uh is that you know you don't like it <laughs> Don't don't watch. It's like, our show, not yours. Yeah. Yeah, it's our show, not yours. So don't like it. You don't have to listen to it. Yeah. I think kind of um in the same vein, Peppermint from she's a trans icon right now. Uh well, she always has been a trans icon, but she's one of the drag race girls that are is like she's very active in the, the she's an activist for the trans rights. She's fighting against the legislation that's coming out right now. She just I mean, to me, she's just an all-around amazing, awesome person. Um, and she's inspirational as well. So yeah. I would like to also include Peppermint. And then, like, if we're including... I mean, we could t we can have a whole entire um, episode dedicated just to drag queens. Because I mean, yeah, we could absolutely of, do that. They're so amazing. but Right. But uh, I just... I did I did want to include Trixie and Katya because, like, you know, they, they, they're doing the thing. I'm like, yeah, they have that male privilege outside of drag. But yeah. I'm just, you know, I'll let, I'll let them have it while they're in drag. <laughs> Um, and then I would say even more in my personal life, like when I think back to my work, um, I have like the people that were my kind of mentors and trainers when I was first moving into the role. And the only reason I have the role I have, like um, Candy Searing, she's my coworker from she I started working with her. She was she taught me basically everything I know almost um about our system and and every like all the requirements why their requirements the kind of reasons behind how we do our training and like the the not only that it works well but also kind of the psychology behind it a little bit um she just I, I like her i love her a lot she's been she's really has been like the, the one of the main reasons aside from obviously my my ambition and my like drive for the knowledge about the systems um she's really like she's been a cheerleader she's always been kind of like well i think it's good for you even though it's gonna kind of suck for me go move to california it's gonna be good for you it's good for your career you're young It'll be, you don't have kids, you don't have anything really tying you here other than your family. It's going to be good for your career to move out to California, even though I'm losing you and it's going to suck. It's going to be right. good for you. Um, and then even like right now, Karen, she's my, she's my boss, but she's also my peer and my, um, 
like my coworker. She's awesome, Karen Macri. She's the she's one of the, she's like literally the only reason I moved out here because she was like, I have loved working with you just over like the teams calls that we did with um, the working on the metric uh, project that we worked on or still currently working on. Um, she was like, I'd loved working with you with that. Um, I, if you're interested, move out here. You won't regret it. And it's really like, she's really, when I, as after I moved out here, she's really been like, again, my cheerleader, she's been pushing for, pushing for things that I want and really asking me and developing me and saying, what do you you want what would you like to see out of this role and what would you like to see in the facility in Quincy um and how can we get it that way and she's like as long as I present it and I'm like here's what I want and here's why I think it's a good idea and it makes sense she's she's like all behind me saying do it let's get it done and then like is she if I need someone to which I don't technically typically need someone to help because <laughs> I'm pretty self-sufficient um but if I did need some help and like need some um uh, like someone in my corner or someone in my back someone that had my back she would definitely be one of the people that's like would be there and I can count on yeah I love that um my my friend Sonequa is like that that I worked with at Walgreens she's she's amazing she's she's out there doing the thing and I don't know she just is always like um when we were working together, she was always super supportive and there to uh, essentially listen if like a customer was being shitty or whatever, or to like back me up. Customers being shitty, I I never. I know that never happens. I'm making it up clearly. Um, my friend Natalie back home in Bloomington, she also has always been like a cheerleader, even though she did not want me to move to Texas at all. <laughs> I was like, please don't move. Please don't move. Um, um go ahead. No, that was it. Go for it. I was going to say even like Jariah from Two Hungry Bitches. I don't oh, know, yeah. her, know her, but like just watching her videos and like the drive that she has to even just go, like even ask the company, like the place she's going. Like she recently had a giveaway on her channel for like, I think she was giving like, I don't know how many gift cards she was giving away, but she was giving away $150 in gift cards. That doesn't all, I, I doubt that all of that came from her pocket. She reached out, right. she reached out to that company and was like, hey, I... I did, I reviewed your, your food and stuff on my channel. Would you be interested in giving, donating gift cards to me? Um, and I'll plug your channel again or your, your restaurant again. So it's like, that's, that's interesting. And that's something that I was like, it, it would be awesome to be able to do. Um, but at the same time, it's like, it's, it's always difficult asking for someone for something. And I don't know why that is like, it shouldn't be, especially right. if it's something that is going to be beneficial to both yourself and then like the people. So that's kind of awesome and influential i think interesting yeah. how, and then hearing her talk about it on the podcast a couple episodes back was also really inspiring yeah no i really i really like that i just like that she's just like i just like food so we went for it yeah <laughs> like uh yes absolutely <laughs> um what about like laverne cox i know we talked about her in a couple episodes back too oh yeah for sure 110 percent. i love laverne cox yeah just her desire and her like fight and she's like i'm not just fighting for trans rights i'm fighting for women's rights yeah and trans women's rights at the same time yeah it's yeah drew barrymore i love drew barrymore i love drew barrymore she's, she's the so sweetest wholesome. person in the world 
world. And it's like I was watching a video. Um, I can't remember what her name is. I think it's like Sarah, Sarah something. She's in Coyote Ugly. Let me look her up real quick. Shouldn't take very long. Um, I just have to look up Coyote Ugly. I'm just like trying to think of like anything that I remember from Coyote Ugly. Oh yeah, her name's not Sarah. Um, it's Melanie Linsky. I thought I don't know why I thought it was Sarah. Anyways. She was talking how she was talking about how she was um, in a or she was in it was when she was in Ever After with um, Drew Barrymore. She Drew Barrymore gave her a gift and she was like, I want to give her something. So I went to the store and I found these plates that had butterflies on it. And it was a, a series of plates and, and, and each butterfly had the wings in a different position. And mm -hmm. she gave them to Drew Barrymore. And I can't do a Drew Barrymore impression, but she did a, an amazing Drew Barrymore impression. And I'll find the TikTok because it was on a TikTok video. Um, and she was like, Drew Barry, Drew was like, these are so beautiful. I think if they were to fall to the floor and crash and break into a million pieces, each of those pieces would say, Melanie loves you as they shattered. Aww. <laughs> That's so sweet. She's insane. And then just the way she interacts with everybody on her, on her um, talk show. She's just like, she's always there. She's always, she's always so invested and she always crawls across and like has a moment with them where she's holding their hand. Yeah. She's having just, just a moment or hugging them or Dylan Mulvaney is another one. Dylan Mulvaney for sure. Especially because she's getting so much hate on Twitter. And I'm just like, bro. I don't understand. I don't, I don't either. I just don't understand. And like, here's the thing that irritates me the most though like all this hate on on twitter that i'm seeing for dylan but then the one of the people who's spreading the most hate is ollie london and i'm just like are you really one to talk when you quote unquote try to transition into being a korean i don't even know who that is ollie london is a terrible human being who is has spent thousands upon thousands of dollars trying to look like jimin from bts um but also like apparently at one point was trying to transition um, and then decided to detransition, like one of the few people that detransitions. Oh yeah, I see. And is writing a memoir all about it, and is just like attacking Dylan Mulvaney relentlessly. And I'm just like, okay, why are you so obsessed with Dylan? Yeah, I think it's like Dylan is just so the life that they have is so empowering, and the way that they like she puts everything on TikTok, and like she's gone through her transition and her facial feminization surgery that she just did, um, showing like what it looked like before, what it looked like during. The, a little bit of the healing process and then like revealing it the way that she did. Doing her whole 365 days of being a girl show. Have you seen stuff about that? I've seen stuff about that. Like she was able to go from this person that was very little known about her to selling out a theater in New York and putting on a show all by herself. Well, I'm sure she has a team, but. Right, but yeah, yeah, I'm just. <sighs> Yeah. And then of course, um, one of the one of my women that really inspires me is um Mercury Stardust on TikTok. Oh my god, I love Mercury. I love her so much. I might reach out to her and see if she'll come on and do an interview. That'd be so cool. I that would be I would I, fangirl. I, I might not be able to have you on that episode. <laughs> because I would be fangirling. Yeah. I might just have to just, I might just ha we might have you on the episode and you'll just I'll just sit back and let you do your thing. <laughs> the entire time. Just let me squeaky oh my god 
God, it's Mercury Stardust. <laughs> yeah, Sarah. No. Sarah Mercury Stardust entire episode. But I, I do. I think it's awesome how she, she goes through and she shows you, like, here are some things that if your landlord is garbage or you want to make your living situation a little bit better because your landlord is garbage and won't do these things, you can do them yourself. Or yeah. if you want to even just make it, like, more livable, like, more personalized to you, uh, here are some things that don't damage the rental property but can make it to where you're you're more comfortable and place that you're living is a better reflection of yourself yeah she's a she's amazing and like i love watching her tiktoks i i'm i'm just like wow this is fantastic she's so goofy too like her, her laugh i love her laugh oh i know <laughs> oh my god and her makeup's always so cute and i'm just like oh my god why can't i do makeup Anyway, but yeah, no, like literally I would just, one of two things would be happening if we had Mercury Stardust on here. Either A, I would be screaming, like fangirling hardcore the entire time, or I'm going to be like just completely catatonic and <laughs> just staring. <laughs> oh God, I could see it now. You Mercury would be like, Is, are they okay? And you'd be like, yeah, they do that sometimes. <laughs> She has a get in touch with me on her website. I'm looking at her website right now. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm going to save yeah. it. Huh? See, huh? Maybe if it's like, I'll see. I, I not, I'm not promising anything, Sarah, but. No, I know. Reach out I and mean, see. Can't make any promises. Yeah. But like, if she just happens to listen to this episode in particular, <laughs> please. Please, 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 please come on our show. <laughs> and then, like, to me, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound like a cop-out, because, I mean, you're here. But you inspire me a little every now and then, too. Because, I mean, like, you moved to Texas and had, like, there was there was no reason for you to move to Texas other than I just want to move to Texas. And Yeah. There's so much stuff that goes wrong in your life. And even though you have, like, a I hate this, this suck kind of reaction, you do still power through it. Well, yeah. It's the of other people but with the support of other people yeah yeah or your um your ability to kind of be open about the issues that you're going through and um and include your friends in like i need your help i'm going through this what i just need to talk <laughs> yes i have, a, it's I have like... a hard time showing my emotions and showing like when when things are going wrong or things are really getting to me i tend to just leave it alone and pretend it's yes, not i'm aware <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> Um, believe it or not, it's actually taken me like a really, really long time. Because for the longest time, when when you, Sam, and I were in high school, I always viewed myself as the pity friend or the poor friend. Because like I never had any money and I like I was always super supportive, but like there, you know, I didn't have a car, I didn't have any money, and like, you know, I, think it's I was funny just kind of there. I think it's funny because it's like Sarah, Sam and I were both poor too. <laughs> I know, I like, know, but like. I had a car, but I had a car because my dad paid $500 for a piece of crap car. Uh, yeah. That broke down every, like, anytime I drove more than 20 miles. Uh, or, like he did, I mean, he did end up get helping me get a um, a newer car, but it was still, I mean, it was, I liked that car when I had it, but, but yeah, I mean. I just like always thought of myself as like the kind of sucky friend, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I think that's that's probably just because of your upbringing and the way that like you, you mean trauma played a part right? in all that? <laughs> what? <laughs> but no, uh, thank you. I appreciate that you uh, find me inspiring um, on occasion. I think it's weird, but I'm also very thankful. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I think you're inspiring, even though you're not a woman so <laughs> i'm not a woman but we can get into we can get into all that at, uh, in another episode because i could probably do a whole episode on why i think you're inspiring eh, let's not <laughs> <laughs> no you don't want to talk they, about what a great person you are i like to come across as i would like to be the center of attention and like to have someone like people talk about me all the time or give me accolades but it's so i get so embarrassed same and uncomfortable <laughs> when that when it does happen and i I'm mean it's so like, nice of you but i do like recognition but i at the same time hate it because it's so uncomfortable and fair reasonable just, like no moving on um what about politically do you have are there any pol um, politicians or people that are in the political group that um like i really like aoc um i know i know her first name is alexandria ocasio-cortez thank you um i i can remember the alexandria and the cortez but not the ocasio um so I really like her a lot, um, but so many, so many of our politicians have really fucking let us down. Yeah. Um, currently, I don't remember her name, but the senator who's been filibustering. Oh my god! Yeah, I just saw that. The anti-trans laws, uh, bills that keep trying to come through um, in Nebraska. Yeah. She's she's doing the fucking thing. She had the strep, like she had strep throat, and still was there for eight hours every day, preventing any of the bills from going forward. Like she talked about the the plot of the movie Madagascar. For fuck's sake. It's like but she's doing the thing. I don't remember her name, though. I'm assuming that you're looking her up right now. I am, yeah. Uh, Michaela Cavanaugh. There we go. Of Omaha, not Nebraska. Wait, Omaha, Nebraska. Duh. I was like, Omaha's in Nebraska. Mind. <laughs> From, yeah, CBS News. She's been, um, like you said, talking about the plot of Madagascar, been sick. She's but basically just saying, I'm not letting any other legislation go through until we kill this legislation. Even ones that I support, this these bills targeting transgender people, I'm not letting it. I'm filibustering and not letting them go through. Yeah, because she said the kids of Nebraska deserve better yeah, than these bills. It's true. Mm -hmm. Um, Malala, I find her really inspiring. I don't know who that is. Um, she got shot in the head by the Taliban for getting an education. Hmm. Um, hold on, I'll send you. I think if you see her, that you'll recognize her you know i said that we would talk about these 25 best female indies indie females female indie stars i don't think we need to most of them are pretty well known yeah we probably only i think when we were originally looking at that list we even said a lot of these people are very well known and not just indie artists yeah i think maybe they mean like the genre it's not mainstream music although a lot of them are now mainstream yeah like i think wasn't florence and the machine on there yeah florence welsh and yeah. then um uh, what's her name oh okay yeah, yeah yeah i know who this is yeah i knew i knew you would but yeah i find her really inspiring she and rihanna met there was a picture of them they like met recently and it was just it was great it was wholesome i loved it what about you politics wise um i mean aoc 
I, I love AOC and everything that she kind of has been fighting for and standing standing up against. And even like the the issues that she runs into with the senators that she, or like not, not senators, well, representatives and senators um, that she has to deal with. And the way that she deals with them so, with so much class while they're being so garbage. It's, it's awesome how she can just have the ability to sit back and say the things like say i need you have to apologize for this um without like coming across as rude or um aggressive like she's just like here's what happened i'm pointing it out to the world that this happened highlighting it mm-hmm. and showing why you're such a piece of garbage without saying it exactly like that uh, right, but yeah. she's also still there fighting for like the green new deal um things that are supposed to help the not only help the economy but also help the climate change and reduce right. climate change and introduce uh, new windmills and new renewable resources with and stopping using uh, oil and coal and things that are damaging to our um, climate. Yeah. And then in the same vein, uh, Katie, what is her name? Is it Kate? What is her name? She's a California representative. She's now running for uh, a senator. I uh, don't know. Katie Porter. She's the one that always has the um, whiteboard. Uh, okay. She's, I love her. I like the way that she, like, she breaks the information down in a way that it's like, okay, here's what you're doing wrong. You're telling me this, you made, you made, you can operate $5 billion. Now tell me how this person that makes minimum wage can afford to pay all of these bills and have this $500 deficit. How are, how are, how are they supposed to make up for that $500 deficit? Tell me that since you can, uh, since you have the ability to work with $5 billion every year and handle that, what advice would you, would you give this mother of two, single mother of two, with a five hundred dollar every month deficit, and she's the person didn't have didn't have a didn't have an idea, didn't have anything to say. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that video and a couple others, but I don't think I ever knew what her name was. I remember her being from Cali, though. Yeah, she just launched her um, campaign to become a senator. Nice, I love that. Oh, Feminista Jones is not a politician, but I was just reminded um, of how influential I find her. Um, she talks about politics a lot, but Feminista Jones um, is just a really cool feminist on Twitter who, you know, talks about a lot of different things, um, the intersectionality of things. I learned, I've learned a lot from her and she's amazing. Is that her actual name? Feminista Jones? No. Michelle Taylor. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't I don't think Feminista Jones is the, her real name, but hmm. but I love her. I've never heard of her. I've been following her on Twitter for years now. Yeah. I don't I'm still I am toying with the idea of getting the now about that pod with a Twitter, a Twitter handle, because it seems like you have to have Twitter as a if you want to be a business or anywhere in like the entertainment world, you have mm-hmm. to have a Twitter account or be active on Twitter and I hate Twitter. I've always it's never been my favorite platform to use. Um because it's not like I don't see I don't see the positive in it. Like everything That's is fair. so negative and it's so especially now that Elon Musk has taken over, I'm surprised it's still running. That's shocking, I know. It's I wouldn't say that it's running well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I 
think like, that I've finally gotten um, where I've been able to not necessarily curate everything that I see on Twitter, but I'm able to see a lot of important information without also seeing like a shit ton of negative stuff. Like I'm able to mostly avoid the negativity, yeah. but like I worked really, really hard to get it that way. <laughs> but I think even like what I'm saying is like about like Dylan Mulvaney, what you were saying about Dylan Mulvaney and all the hate that she's getting on Twitter. And yeah, anytime someone, someone that's doing something that is inspiring to a lot of people, there's always going to be so many people that go on Twitter because there's that anonymity of Twitter and yeah the thought of I'm not going to suffer the ramifications even though I'm saying something hateful or something terrible on Twitter. I'm not going to suffer the ramifications. I've loved seeing the um, things where people do crap on Twitter and then people find out who they are and send the information to their jobs and get them fired because it's like yep. you can't you can't act like that and not think you're going to suffer ramifications. Right. That's the world we're in right now. It's like if you're going to act like a fool and act like a psychopath and attack someone, you need to be able to deal with the ramifications that come along with that. Right. You have to deal with the consequences. You can't. Yeah. And then of course, then people get all in up in arms and they're all like, oh, free speech, free speech. And it's just like, yeah, free speech for the government. Like, go the back and can't silence you. And read that. If you yeah. want to use that amendment as your argument, read it thoroughly because it does not say. Yeah. You don't have to suffer the ramifications. It says that the government cannot govern prevent your you. Yes. Yeah. The government cannot prevent you from saying what you want to say as long as, you know, it's not threatening, obviously. But like, you can't just say shit and expect to get away with it every single time, especially if that shit is like, you know, misogynistic or trans misogynistic or, yeah. you know, racist or whatever. I just saw on um, TikTok, it was this woman. She went into a McDonald's, she went through a McDonald's drive-thru, ordered something. She got it, they got her order wrong. I think they put onions on it or something, uh, which is frustrating, I, I understand. But like you react the way a normal person would and either just deal with it or go and ask them to replace it. Yeah. like. She threw a fit, was throwing things at the people behind the, the counter and was screaming at them. And she was, and someone found out who she was and sent the video to her, uh, to her job and she got fired. And then she was on, on TikTok and be like, you would react the same way. I'm on a diet and this was my cheat day. And it's like, it, it doesn't matter. You're an adult. There's no, you're an adult for you to be acting like you're a, a child throwing a fit because of something that inconvenienced you. Ooh, get over it. Yeah, it's like we, you can't throw a fit any time that you're inconvenienced. That's literally not how this works. Welcome to the world. <laughs> like, right. what the fuck? Oh my God. People are nuts. I don't understand. I just, I just don't understand. Yeah. How was your week? How has your week been? You know, it's been okay. Finally got an appointment with my oncologist. Granted, it's not until April 4th and it's March 17th. I mean, that's not that far. That's like two weeks. Yeah. But, but it's still. It took okay, a month. I'm trying, I'm trying to find a freaking doctor just to have a uh, like checkup as like a establish a primary care physician mm -hmm. and everywhere I call is either not accepting for six months, not accepting for the year, um, or I can't get a hold of anyone there. Yeah. So it's like, how are you supposed to set up? 
how are you supposed to see a doctor? And like, there was this one person, the one company that I called or one, um, one doctor's office I called and they were like, we're only accepting new patients if you have just been born, <laughs> if you are uh, or have recently been hospitalized for some reason, um, or which this one is the, a good one if they're, if they're transitioning. Mm. So going through trans transgender. Um, affirming care. Affirming care, yeah. So it's like... I just need a doctor. Like, I would like to see, like, why, like, every now and then my blood pressure spikes and I can feel it in my forehead mm. get really high. So I would like to see what's going on. It's probably, I need to eat better and exercise more. Um, and reduce your stress. And reduce, well, I don't really have that much stress. <laughs> Are you, okay. Uh, no. All right, sure. <laughs> my stress is not, like, crazy stress. It's, I'm inconvenienced. Stress, though, your body doesn't interpret it differently, you know? I'm inconvenienced by a car dealership. That's not real stress. <laughs> That's still stress. <sighs> I filed my taxes. There you go. 300 and some dollars later. I'll give you the exact figure. Give me just a second. You had to pay 300 and some dollars? Yeah, to do my taxes. Just to, to get my taxes filed. Just to file them? Yes. I paid 30. $339.19. Gross. Why? Why was it so uh, much? Because uh, I had someone do them. Right. But like, I had somebody do my taxes back in Indiana and it was $80. Well, it was not $80 for me. <laughs> Apparently not. That's why I'm saying, why was it so expensive? I don't know. Because I don't make that much money. I mean, I make a comfortable amount, but I don't make that much money. Mm. Um, and the person was looking at my taxes and they were like, she was like, oh, it looks like you made less, a little bit less last year than you did the year before. And it's like, well, yeah, the year before I moved from California to Indiana, then Indiana to um, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. So those moving expenses were paid for by the company. So they were included in my income. Yeah. So there was like 20,000 plus dollars included in my income that I didn't actually make. Dang. Yeah. It's a lot. Moving ex moving is expensive, especially if you pay a company to do it. No joke. Oh my goodness. And Indiana, or moving back to Indiana, they had to... Um, they had to break your lease and everything too. Well, uh, no, they didn't have to break my lease. They had to ship my car. Oh. So Sarah's messing with her nose ring. I, I knew you were going to say something. I'm not, I was going to say... I'm not picking my nose. My nose ring was stuck. Like there's like this tiny gap. I want to get um, a closed nose ring, like a seamless nose ring, but I have to get that installed by um, a piercer. But there's like this little gap between the ball and the end of the nose ring. And sometimes it'll get stuck. And so I have to like turn it. It's weird. It's complicated. Having a pierced nose is a lot more complicated than you think it is. Don't get me wrong though. I love it. I would not, I would not trade my nose piercing for anything else. I love my nose piercing. What else happened this week? Oh, my, found out that my coworker is one of my coworkers one of the two I have um, is leaving, which kind of sucks, but I'm I'm happy for her. She is moving into a position that is remote and she has the ability to, if she needs to relocate, she can. So it's good for her. I'm excited. Sucks that we're losing her because she was a really good, a really good coworker and she um, was always wanting to learn and she actually was collaborative with everyone else. Instead of combative, she was collaborative, which is nice. Mm, yeah. I hate having coworkers that are combative for no reason, even. <laughs> yeah. Like, oof. I'm pretty lucky with coworkers here the last year or two. Oh, sorry. Um, bored, everyone. She's bored. I'm not bored. 
I have a chronic illness and I have cancer. Leave me alone. There she goes, pulling the C card. Oh my God. The other day, okay, here's something that happened this week. So Tuesday night, Nick and I have date night. So we went um, to karaoke and I've been really struggling with nausea and like being able to eat over the like the last week. Um, an un- unpleasant side effect of having cancer. Um, and I was finally hungry. Like I had gotten really high and I was finally hungry. And um, he's like, okay, we'll, we can get some pizza rolls because there was pizza place right next door to the karaoke bar. He's like, we can get some pizza rolls. Um, he's like, and we can split them and there'll be like one left over and we can fight to the death over it. And I was like, or, or you could just give it to me because I have cancer. <laughs> and he was just like, that's what you're going to play the cancer card on? <laughs> He's like, this is very low stakes. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. I want the fucking pizza roll. I haven't been able to eat all week. Think about this. When I'm dead, you won't have you won't have to fight me for the pizza roll. Exactly. <laughs> or when I'm going through my cancer treatments, whatever they are, mm-hmm. you won't have to fight me for those pizza rolls. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I was just like, yeah, no, I'm, to- I'm totally going to use like the cancer card on that yes i want the pizza roll and it was so funny because i didn't even i didn't even eat the pizza roll anyway yeah well do you want to wrap it up with our three love it and three shove it if you have any yeah sure you go first um okay first i love my new laptop my i know no one like most people can't afford it and the only reason i could is because i had i got my bonus uh but a 2023 macbook pro 16 inch m2 love it it's been amazing fantastic that's one of my love it's um i love what do i love well i love that i got my appointment scheduled that's good exciting um my other love it is uh grapefruits i love grapefruit i need to actually get some more when we go to the grocery store this weekend um i eat them very oddly because i peel them and then take the sections but i don't eat like the part that is around the actual like fruit part there's like a a small membrane that's on each oh you don't eat like the the skin i don't eat the skin like the outer skin but then like the the like the inner skin brain that's inside yeah Yeah. i always like rip them apart and i have to stand over the trash can to do it otherwise i get i get grapefruit juice all over me (laughs) okay interesting um i love this um elephant that nick made for me oh that's cute His name is Popcorn. You should take a picture of it and I can put it on the uh, Instagram. I will. I love him very much. He's my he's my cuddle buddy. He's my rock right now. And then my last love it, I will have to say, is probably Bobo. He's in there of sleeping course. in the bed. He will always forever be my love it because he's my my brave little man and I love him so much. No, little man. I miss him. Um, I love the cows that I get to see on my way to work in the morning. They're they're adorable and they give me strength to face the day. So some shove it. My first one, I will have to say, if you have a bumper sticker or a window cling that says baby on board, it only makes me want to run into your car that much more. Why are you so violent? I hate these stickers. And there are at least four of them in the parking lot in my apartment complex. And this one person in their car, they park in front of the walk, like the exit, mm-hmm. leave their car there for like 20 minutes because they just had a fucking baby. So they think that they're entitled to leave their car there. Right. And just leave it there when they come back. 
It's like, no, you're not. Park it in a parking space. Get it out of my way. Right. Well, we'll piss on the tires. <laughs> like, I hate those stickers. And I always see them around. I'm like, I just want to run you off the road. I think for me, the only time that those stickers aggravate me is if they're driving like an idiot. Yeah. And I'm just like, why are you driving like that if you have a baby on board? <laughs> um, I think my shove it for this week is going to be transphobes. Fuck y'all. That's, That's it. <laughs> Fuck I mean, y'all. In the same vein, I would say the anti-drag legislation and the people that are driving, pushing forward anti-drag legislation. Yep. And not pushing for more uh, con- control on guns. I saw, I can't remember what his name was. Um, he's one of the late night. I don't know if he's... John still, Stewart. John Stewart, yeah. Talking to... Uh, a Republican and he was like they were saying well it's okay to govern or take away free speech from these people because it's potentially harming the children but and he's like well then why don't you do it with guns you can't have this argument and not say the same thing about infringing on being okay for you to infringe on people's first amendment rights but it's not okay to infringe on second amendment rights for the same thing yeah yeah. screw your anti-drag legislation Shove it up your ass. Yep. Freeze it in the freezer and shove it up your ass. Next, shove it, Sarah. <laughs> um, let's see. My next shove it is um having to pay for healthcare. Yeah. Healthcare should be free. Like and then, yeah, yeah. I think the last thing I have is uh, because it is tax season and everyone has to get their taxes done. Uh, I hate that I have to do my own taxes and the government can't just tell me here's how much you owe or here's how much we owe you based on how much you made. Right. You can't. They physically can. Right. They have the ability to because they have all the records. They just won't. Yeah. So screw taxes i hate them they're always a pain in the ass to do they are why i paid over 300 dollars for someone to do it for me um and i think my last shove it is obviously just going to be endometrial cancer because fuck that shit it's understandable (laughs) (laughs) like very very personal for me right now fuck that shit well what are you doing this weekend do you have anything fun planned um nick is gonna come over and help me uh clean tomorrow because i haven't had enough energy to really do much which is going to be nice and then other than that no i'm just i'm just chilling that's good what about you um not much i mean i just started my classes so i have um an assignment a quiz and discussion boards to do um and then right now i'm making some chicken quarters over potatoes that are in the oven so i'm roasting that and then i'll edit the podcast I don't know how I'm going to do the episode this week on the website, though. Maybe just Mm. include links to, like, Mercury Stardust and the people that we talked about that have, like, an active social... Media platform. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably what I'll do. I'm going to... We had um, a baked potato potluck at work the other day. Um, And whoever brought potatoes brought, like, like, cooked a five-pound bag of potatoes and brought the whole thing in. So I took like a crap ton of those potatoes home with me. Um, So I'm gonna make some homemade mashed potatoes tonight. So I have a funny, uh, something funny to tell you. I was editing the podcast and uh, this past weekend, laying in bed while my back was killing me. It's feeling much better now. Um, But I was laying in bed and Ryan had just gotten out of the 
the shower or the, I think it was, it was after he got home and laid in the tub for a little bit. And I was editing the last portion of it where I did mm -hmm. the scripted clothes and I screwed up the scripted clothes last week so bad. You never heard it. The listeners never heard it because I cut it out. <laughs> it was so screwed up. I ended up just saying, I'm just going to have to redo this. And he heard it and he started <laughs> laughing because <laughs> uh, I just cut it out. So you all listeners didn't have to hear it last week, but I screwed up the scripted clothes terribly. <laughs> uh, yeah but it's okay well speaking of it smells like my chicken is probably about done so would you like to call it a, a podcast yeah i think we're gonna call it a podcast all right well thank you for listening to this week's episode of now about that with james and sarah if you like this episode please like comment follow and subscribe and please leave a message or damn it Ugh. All right, we're doing it again. I'll leave this one in this week so you all can hear what happens. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. If you liked this episode, please leave a comment, like, follow, and subscribe. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, uh, as this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow. Please feel free to follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is at nowaboutthatpod. And if there's something that you would like us to talk about on the podcast, feel free to, feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com or visit our website www.nowaboutthatproductions.com and add your contact information to the contact us section with whatever you would like us to discuss. Uh, thanks again for listening and we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on a Monday. And Sarah, have a good weekend. You as well. Bye, everybody. Bye.